Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! Yes. People that may be joining us for the first time. We haven't mentioned it in a while, I don't think. Uh, so I'll just throw it out there. I'm going to tell you a story, and you're going to listen to it. I certainly am. And you don't know what it is. I will be a captive audience to a story that I have yet to hear and don't know what's coming. All right. An old citizen devoured by hogs. Okay. <clears throat> Didn't know that was coming. A ghastly and sickening psych- sight. Uh, still not right. Ghastly and sickening night. Well, both. I mean, it would be a sight yeah. that would be sickening to see at night. Uncle Jesse Sykes, an old farmer and respected citizen of the township, residing about three miles west of town, met a most horrible death near 5 o'clock on last Friday evening, November 11th, 1892. Yikes. Going back. Mr. Sykes was subject to, to epileptic fits but had not had any attacks since last spring. On that evening, between 4 and 5 o'clock, he went out to the hog lot, containing about one acre of ground to feed his fattening hogs, <clears throat> about 25 in number. He stayed longer than usual, and as supper was waiting uh, for him, his stepdaughter went out to see what detained him so long. The feed lot is located 100 yards from the residence. When she arrived there, a horrible sight met her view. Fifteen or twenty hogs were feeding upon his lifeless remains. Mm. He had fed the hogs and started to return to the residence when he fell in an epileptic fit, and before he could recover, the hogs had partly devoured him. Oh, my God. The daughter ran to the house and gave the alarm. The hogs were clubbed off, and the most ghastly sight ever seen was witnessed by the family. The hogs had torn the flesh from his thighs, eaten off one of his ears, his privates, and were devouring his entrails. He was conveyed to the house, and a neighbor notified to go for Coroner Brindley, who held an inquest that night, rendering a verdict in accordance with the above facts. The deceased was born in North Carolina on the 17th of February, 1818, and he lived till the 17th of next February. Or had he lived, he would have been 75 years old. Oh, my gosh. He leaves a wife and a number of children to mourn his <coughs> sad death. Funeral services were conducted by Reverend John S. Brown, a member of the church. Uh, skip ahead. On Sunday, last November 13th, 1892, after which his remains were placed in the silent grave to await the morning of the resurrection when the earth and sea shall give up their dead. Um, that is what I found under findagrave.com, I think is the website. And it's kind of findagrave.com. Yeah, it seems to be his obituary. All right, feels like it. Yeah. Um, not or a, notice of death, I guess. I mean, Pretty a, brutal yeah. obituary, I guess. Yeah, not a great situation. Or you just read this in the paper, like, oh my God. Yeah. 
supposedly Jesse Sykes was the uh, first or the owner and builder of the, a home in Cayuga, Indiana that has become to be known as Willow's Weep. Okay. Okay. That's um, an ominous name. Is it? I mean, Weeping Willows. Yeah. Well, the house was built in 1890. And so this is where I get a little confused on it because some some say that Jesse was the owner, the original owner, and some say that it was John Sykes, but I don't know. I understand. Either one. Right. But it's in the family. Yes. Um, so the house was built and it is in the shape of a cross, the house. It's you know, strange. It is strange. Uh, some say it's an upside down cross. Not better. You know, because the smaller side seems to face the street. So. That's true. I don't know if that's the street that was there when it was originally built. Right. Yeah, because before a street, it could just be a cross in the open, and who knows which way is what. Uh, some say that it is built right next to a crossroads. Doesn't make it better. None of these things are adding up to better things. Uh, it's not too far from a cemetery. Well, of course not. Yeah. Just a house in the shape of a cross. That's it's weird. It's bold. Yeah. yeah. Very bold. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a bit. I'm sure we will. Uh, the... It gets the name Willow's Weep from a rather large willow that sits in the front yard uh, off to the side of the driveway. Okay. I said ominous earlier because in my head I first thought Widow's Weep, but then it's the tree. Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Me. Weeping is not good is my point. People that seem to come into contact with the willow are supposed to meet uh, misfortune okay. somewhere in their lives yeah. relatively close to touching yeah. or it in its realm of influence. Interacting with the willow. I don't like when people get punished for interacting with trees. Right. Um, but is that possibly the a symptom of something bigger at work here? Maybe. Maybe. I say the maybe because no one can see my wide eyes but you. Right. All right. Yep. So this, this most of what I'm going to tell you about here comes from, I read uh, Dave Spinks's book called Willow's Weep. Okay. And I also watched some YouTube videos, you know, the normal stuff we do. Right. And try to take it in. Um, but a lot of it is, I don't have anything really written at this point. So I'm pretty much paraphrasing everything from memory. Sure. And so not going to be any quotes or anything, but that's where I got most of my info. If sure. people want to uh, go give his book a, a look. Nice. So, uh, well, this property is you know, said to be haunted. Legend was growing about it, and it uh, was getting somewhat of a name, it seems. Because people were going into this place and having bad experiences mm -hmm. uh, to the extent of just a lot of stuff. There, 
it was, I think in 2010 was the year that the neighbor had come to own it because the previous owner uh, had killed themselves inside. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And she reported that there were multiple suicide attempts, but completed successfully, I guess. Um, Instances, yeah. 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 And some not with uh, quick intervention. And it seemed to be as if this house was driving people to suicide. So, obviously, when you have multiple things like that, that's going to draw some suspicion. Mm -hmm. And there were reports of not only suicides, but possibly murders where I believe it was a wife had lost three of her husbands to poison. I could be misremembering that, but there was definitely like a handful of people ended up being poisoned, whether or not that could be by uh, their own hand or the hand of a wife or such. But I'm pretty sure one of them, one woman was reported to have lost three husbands while living in the house. That feel, I mean, feels like she's doing something. Right. And so, like, this house was built in 1890. Um, yeah. But it was, I believe, in the house for at least that a generation. I don't know when it changed hands. Mm-hmm. But then it, uh, you know, that many deaths in a house seems suspicious, even though it's over 100 years. Still. Unless you're only living there 10 years or something. It just, it stands out, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, because ideally, like, well, not ideally, but, like, if people, you know, live in a house, the only time you, they may pass away in the house is, like, you know, they're older, they pass away, then someone buys a new house. Right. Then it lasts another, you know, it's like a couple because... You're normally not moving into a house and then just being like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. No. I mean, sure, it happens sometimes, especially if something Yes, if something here. bad happens, you don't want to stick around. Yeah. Or, like, you even... Even if it's not anything supernatural, monstrous, or demonic, you just want to... Memories, like, ah, well, we'll leave this behind. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but so there's a lot of that suspicion. Like, a lot of people are in and out. A lot of people are dying here. Uh, People get the sense that they're being watched. Not good. When they're near the property or on the property. Don't like it. Um, The, yeah, they're... You get that, you know, tingling feeling like somebody's watching you and you you look and it's just a house sitting there. And then maybe you see the curtains move or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh, weird. Yeah. Especially when you're the lady that lives next door to the place who owns it and knows that there's nobody in there. Ugh. So... But she came to own it in 2010, like I said. Um, and from recollection, she, she bought it because her son was looking to move r- closer to home to be near the family, I guess. Okay. So I believe that was the case. And A, we're going to renovate it and, you know, fix it up for yeah to be his home. Mm-hmm. And... The, they met up with the guy whose father had killed himself 
to get it. He wouldn't even go in the house. He was like, no, I don't want anything to do with this place. Sure. And so that was that. So then uh, the new owner, her name was Brenda. Uh, so I was just saying that. But she uh, you know, started working on it. She had a handyman, I think his name was Rocky, that was going to help her with stuff. And they went in to start working on it, and her son was there. And the first day, it made it seem um, a saw moved across the room, and a two-by-four moved and hit her son in the face hard enough that he had to seek some sort of medical attention. Oh, my God. Right? Okay. Would it, it just flew across the room? That's what it sounded like. And hit him in the mouth. Like it wasn't like falling off. It just nope. whipped from somewhere and bam. Nope. Yikes. Yeah, right All right. right. Still not a fan. Not good. Yeah. So then uh, they would have other experiences too. Um, Rocky said that he, there was a crawl space below the main floor. Mm-hmm. And so he was under there trying to do something. Yeah. And in one account, it said that he was sexually assaulted just in a crawl space. By what? Nothing. He just got... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, he, in the, he said he w- wouldn't elaborate beyond that, basically. Something was getting at him in a way that was not appreciated. Right. Okay. That's not good. No. Not great. And something else happened to him down there, too. And I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, I want to say he was pulled. Okay. And, like, and that scared the shit out of him because yeah. being in a crawl space by yourself, mm-hmm. nothing should be pulling on you. Uh, but So he got out of there, right? Yes. And I believe those are two separate accounts. Yeah, if you're getting pulled in, in a crawl space and there's no one else down there. Yeah. There's no one to be like, hey, stop doing that. Just, oh. And sometimes. This is my life now. Right. Yeah. It, and it sounds like, from what I uh, read later in the book, it sounds like it's a pretty tight crawl space. Like, I don't okay. know. Like, you and me both have basements, but I've been mm-hmm. in crawl spaces. Me too. They're not pleasant. Like, the no. ones where you're actually down. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially, yep. yeah, would not be pleasant uh, to be accosted by something that you can't see at all. That'd be not good. No. Uh, they also would feel something slam under the floor, floorboards in the living room when they would. Yeah, mystery, mystery touching and mystery slamming. Mm-hmm. Not on board. Yeah, it would be like something underneath in the crawl space would feel like it punched the floor below them, and you'd feel. Like, move the floor. Yeah. There's a room in my house above a garage where the past couple weeks I've, like, heard that, but, like, the garage is, like, eight feet tall. So I convinced myself it's just, like, a garbage can banging on the outside of it. But I don't know what is doing that. And I don't go down to look because I'm like, ah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, that's mm, fine. It's just a little banging. We don't need to interrupt whatever this is. Yeah. They'll get it out of the system. Yeah. It just. Yeah, it's... Mm-mm. Sure. Like, hey, what are you doing? We don't need to divert its attention. Yeah. Is it hurting me at that point? No. But if I go down there and interrupt its <laughs> banging, maybe it will. Playing in the trash. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. 
So uh, another account said that when Brenda and Rocky were working on, I don't know what they were working on exactly. I think she said she was painting, mm-hmm. and she was holding the ladder. It was pr- pretty precarious, probably not OSHA. She had it sitting in the bed of a pickup truck. Probably not approved. Been there, done that, but yeah. it's not the safest thing to do. No. Um, but then she was holding the ladder, and Rocky, I guess, fell from the ladder. Oof. After it seemed like the ladder kind of shifted unexpectedly. Okay. And I guess then she decided that she was going to continue on and climb the ladder to finish the job while he, I guess, nursed his back, probably. Yeah, well, he just lays down immobile like just go take care of that yeah because this didn't cause me any trouble so let's both get hurt but then she got up to the top of the ladder and she said she thought she heard a woman's voice say i'm gonna push you and then time time to slowly get down and then the ladder shifted (laughs) and she climbed down very quickly good call Uh Mm -hmm. another time uh they were working on the property i guess I don't know what Rocky was doing. Maybe trying to trim the willow. Okay. And like I said. Don't touch it. Willow is a bad thing, right? Yeah, don't touch it. Uh, I guess she found him, and he seemed to have been tossed about 20 feet. Oh, my God. And was exclaiming that his back had been broken. And said that the willow had grabbed and thrown him that was my next question did, did the willow like slap him away yeah like, like was it whipped him the tree from harry potter basically yeah yeah a whipping willow Whoosh. yeah it sounded Goodbye. like it, it smacked him across the yeah. the front yard and uh he was pretty bad badly injured so let's go back to the willow a little bit because uh-huh. there were stories about people that would go to touch the willow and there was like a car of three that had touched the willow somehow and had been driving away down the street and crashed headlong into the cemetery and I think they all died. Oh my god. Yeah. That was the story. It seemed like they were speeding and went straight into the cemetery after they lost control and boom. Dead. There's other stories about people getting illnesses, life life-changing, threatening yeah. illnesses yeah. after coming into contact with the willow. So something is definitely not bringing anybody good luck. No. Something something is afoot. Yeah. So. Let's talk about the house a little bit more. Okay. Let's get back to that cross shape let's that I was it. talking about. Yep. Still thinking about it. So, I haven't seen a floor plan, but, like, there's shots... Of the house from above. And mm-hmm. it's very much a cross. Okay. Like, no doubt about it. It is a cross. You got, you know, like one slope where it goes off a little bit and it hangs a little bit lower. And you can tell it's like an awning on the side. Okay. But it is very much a cross. If you want to okay. Google it, it, you'll see. I do want to Google the, it. The what overhead I, shot. What would I, Weeping Willow Cross House? Willow's Weep. That's what I meant. And then I would just look at the... All right. But it's very much cross. But then there's, so you got a room, rooms off to the side, right? Uh, like on the right and left, like a cross would be. You got a room at the head of the cross. And you have the long section of the cross. But in the middle, 
there's like a living room area. Yeah, it's the long part of the house that really sells it. You know what I mean? Like, because the other parts are even, like across. It's very much it's, across. It's like, across. and so before I looked at pictures, like, yeah. I was, I was like, well, when they're saying across, do they just mean like an X? Right. Because like to me, a cross-shaped house, I was like, that can't be. Like, no. that seems silly. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, oh, all right, that's a cross. Yeah, and I see the awning too, which again is added on after the fact. It's 100% across. Yeah. So that living room area though has these weird points in it and i'll have to pull up some pictures for you sure in a bit but because it was hard to like reading it was not great trying to envision it but then i found some pictures of it yes and i was like oh okay that is kind of weird so like where the cross sections meet there's like weird points in the ceiling and yes. it's like five different points yes and so it seems to almost make a D- five-pointed star uh... Which is I'll combine that with that a pentagram, yeah, inside of a cross, yeah, kind of weird. That's a little. We're, it's not. It's we're not mixing. as on the nose as like there's not a pentagram in the ceiling or anything like that. Right, but there's but these the points. weird points, and you're like that is kind of weird. Like just points in the ceiling, like the way it's put together, you can. No, they're like. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying it's to like picture the, it. A wall, yeah. You, know, you got your normal door frame kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then because it's a cross shape. Yeah. But, like, the room isn't, it's more of, like, a pentagon, you know? But then there's, like, these weird points that come jutting out from, like, between the doorframe type okay. things. It's weird. I'll have to find a picture for you. I mean, it's... Like, whoever built that house, it was constructed to be, like, this religious symbol of some sort. Of some sort. For whatever purpose, whatever ritualistic purpose, or mm-hmm. in some kind of internal belief they had. Sure. I doubt it was just like, this is a cool architecture design. You like God, right? Here's a cross house. We all have a cross house. Oh, you want to live on a cross? There's a pentagram star inside of it, pointed thing. Great. Yeah. Well, so... All kind of weird stuff, right? Yeah, not normal. Um, well, uh, Rocky, after he had been in the uh, crawl space for mm-hmm. a bit, I guess he found some sort of weird, almost well-type little thing underneath it. Okay. Underneath that pentagram-shaped kind of room. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm just going to refer to it as now. Sure. Um, and it was like almost in the center of it, but it wasn't really a well. It was a almost like a stone fireplace where like there's like a ring around it and there okay. was and it went down about a foot and a half. Okay. And it was like still had ashes in it. Like in the crawl space? Yeah. Okay. Which is weird. It's not great. Probably mm-hmm. shouldn't build anything over a weird fire pit in yeah, the crawl space. Or there shouldn't be ashes or you should, nobody should be burning things underneath the house. Probably not. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they were still, you know, attempting to renovate this place, they removed the floating floor because it had been added onto at one point. Yeah. And they got down to the original floor from like the 1890s. Mm-hmm. And a weird book was found in between the floors um, that seemed to 
have some sort of occult meaning. Oh, yeah? What was this book? Uh, it was about communicating with the spirits, the spirit I, realm. I mean, I almost just want to, like, get up and walk away. <laughs> so we're making portal houses? Yeah, maybe. Spiritualism portal houses? Mm-hmm. I guess it would have been around. Yeah, when did you say the house it was It was 1890. Built? I guess it was a little bit before. Eh. Well, cause, I, mean, I guess it, it would have been... St- Basically, like, Civil War kind of starts that yeah. shit. So by then, it could be... It could have still been going in certain circles. Yeah. Everybody was all about that. The theosophy was creeping around. Yeah. Well, and this, if the guy was 75, or what did I say? Yeah. I mean, he could have been into it. And then, you know, it took him a while to get to build his house yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. But that's a weird thing. A yeah. book on communicating with spirits in yeah. between the floorboards of a cross-shaped house with a pentagram room. And yeah, like all these things separate would be just sort of peculiar. But like you put them together and it's like really a thing. Mm-hmm. So things are weird. I agree. Uh, you want to hear something really weird? Well, I mean... Weirder than a cross house. Weirder in a different way. With an occult book. So apparently Rocky found uh, some bones underneath the crawl space. Yeah. And, yeah. And took him to a doctor to get him checked out. Okay. And the guy said, yeah, this is a kid's arm. Great. That's not good. We got child limbs. Uh, but in the book, it said they didn't know what to do with it, so they just put it back. I was like, what do you mean you don't know what to do with it? If you find just, human remains, just you contact the authorities. Yeah, you tell someone. If you find human remains in your basement, like, well, uh, I'll put it back. I'm just going to put it back. <laughs> that part, I was like, what the fuck? Different time. We don't know where this goes. No, different time. What? That was, it was like seven years ago. Oh, that's when they found the bones? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was far. I just assumed because anything modern makes no sense whatsoever. No, she bought the house in 2010. Okay. So it was like 2010, maybe. Okay. 12 years ago. All right. Yeah, no. No, you call you call you, the cops. You call the police and like deal with this. Yeah. I found human remains underneath my house. Yeah, because what happens if by some chance someone else finds the bones, then they come to you, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I knew those were there, but didn't tell anybody. Or, like, you can't pretend you don't, like, it's just... But, yeah, they just, so they just put it back. That feels... It's a red flag to me. feels wrong. It feels wrong enough. Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, if you just uncover a child's limb. Yeah. You don't just put it back. No. Chances are there's the rest of a kid somewhere. So yeah. maybe you should let somebody investigate that. So that was pretty fucking weird in a different way. Yeah. That's irresponsible weird. Yes. And then you're writing a book about it? Are you uh, mentioning a book about uh, it? Right. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Well, huh. hmm. It's a good read. Well, yeah, but take it out of the basement. Yeah. What if that's a missing person? I mean, there's no way, like, somebody lost an arm, and then they're okay, and a kid loses an arm, and the parents are like, just put it at the house. Yeah, that's fine. Just leave it there. Yeah, they sew them up. And like, she shouldn't have been in there. Right. Get out. Yeah, so that's weird. Yeah. Um, weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways, at this point, they're basically like, 
done with trying to renovate this thing. Okay. They've seen things fly off the walls. They've oh. seen, they've been attacked. They've been touched. They've seen weird things. Uh, they've heard weird, weird things. Kind of like noises, sounds, voices. Voices, banging, scratching. Nah, not good. All sorts. So they they stopped trying to renovate this place. Good call. Um, another weird thing that seems out of the norm. Uh, supposedly, the last guy that committed suicide there. I think his wife had died beforehand. All right. And this is where I might get mixed up a little bit because some of these stories were hard to keep track of. Sure. Because he would be, they would not use like, you know, uh, like a code name or a phone name or anything like that. Okay. They would just be like, the last guy that killed himself, this person that killed himself, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can we like just say the guy's name was Chuck just for... Right, like, to some, keep the chronology just kind of... Yeah, so that order. was a little weird. But his wife had passed, and I want to say she had died in the house. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure on that. But this man uh, seemed totally uh, gr- grieving, uh, apparently shot himself in the bathroom but stumbled out of the bathroom and collapsed in the living room where there was a chair and died in the chair and wasn't found for a few days. Oh, that's a ripe find. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, before that, somebody had had hanged themselves in one of the door frames to the living room, the pentagram room. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenda even says... So after all this stuff, she right. when I, I said she stopped trying to renovate it. Yeah, she's done. Story got out; it was haunted. So yeah. people, amateurs, are starting to ghost hunt here. Who would do that? Unreal. Well, in one case, she says her niece did. Okay. With her boyfriend at the time, sure. or whatever. Sounds fun. And um, had either seen something or felt something or been so overwhelmed by something. That she ran to the car and started shoveling pills into her mouth and tried to kill herself by ODing. Oh my god. Uh-huh. That's not good. That's quite a sudden shift in in uh, intentions. Right? It's like, nah, it's, nah, it's time. All hope is lost. Nothing matters. We're all done. Yeah. Time to guzzle these pills. Yeah, so whatever may have been seen or witnessed or felt... Uh, went from ghost hunting to I'm gonna like I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm checking out. out. I'm out, which is kind of weird. Good day. It's an intense change. I it's quite say. a it's quite a swing. Yeah. Witnessing something so horrible, you're like I'm done. Good thing I brought my those pills in the car. Or yeah. Something. I don't know because I don't know what they were. You know. Yeah, just a whole. You know, I'm just I don't know. I'm just assuming pills you have on you. Like a whole thing like Tylenol or ibuprofen, just chug it and be like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't know if those will do it. You have to do it. Depending on how many fistfuls, I guess. You have to do all, yeah, if you just do all of them, maybe. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That, no. That could get morbid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how many pills does it take to... All right. Um, so at this point, though, 
it's become an interest to ghost hunters. Like, word is starting to get out. Sure. You know, and that's where uh, the author of Willow's Weep, the beginning, Dave Spinks, kind of comes in. And he is a, you know, ghost hunter. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Sure. At the moment. Um, and so his first account, like, he met with Brenda, uh, kind of recounted all the things I just told you. Sure. He had a friend with him, and they did a test, or like they did the house, and was kind of overwhelmed by all of the activity they found there. Okay. There were uh, multiple voices. They used the a ghost, a spirit box. Yeah. Where it just kind of like, it's a radio thing that just kind of keeps scanning. Yes. And and then it has voices come through. Yes. And some people say that, you know, it's just things on the radio that happen to time out. You know, uh-huh. you get through whatever channel. But from what he said at this place was he was having basically intelligent conversations. Or not conversations, I guess, wouldn't be the right. But he would ask... You'd get a call and response, basically. Okay. So you'd ask a question. Yeah. And you'd get something that was almost too perfect of an answer to yes. have been something coincidentally on the radio at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would mention him by name. Mm-hmm. Um, it would answer his questions pretty clearly. Yes. And <clears throat> things like that. There were multiple voices happening at the same time, uh, being female childlike there would be a man that claimed to be the one that had killed himself in the chair okay oh and that's why i mentioned the chair earlier the chair's still there it's still got blood on it that's kind of weird maybe get rid of it yeah maybe get like when you started renovating you'd be like well let's get this bloody chair out of here it's got unless your like whole purpose is to renovate this for a ghost house and you want to keep this human again blood is human remains maybe get it out of there no just leave it yeah just leave it They'll come it, back for it. Like, if it's stained in the floor, you don't really have a choice. you got to cover it up or paint over it or do something. Try to, But if it's a chair that you can physically remove, maybe it needs to go. Yeah. Nah. Nope. Because so that's, why I mentioned, that's why I mentioned the chair earlier, and I forgot to get, make my point. No, it's a good point. Because if anything is going to anchor any spirit to a place, you know, the remains of the person, if ghosts, if ghost facts has taught me anything, you know, facts I've learned about ghosts, right? maybe get that out of there. But... Lots of creepy stuff going on. They've seen orbs. Yeah. Uh, there was a black figure that okay. seemed to be a shadow. And they would hear a lot of low growling and rumbling. <sighs> Growls and rumbles are not good either. Uh, and something would claim to be Beelzebub. I mean, Zach. Through the radio. Zach. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then there were often shouts of the devil and oh. Satan. And get talk. out. But sometimes it sounded like pleading. Like like it would be like a, a girl yelling for him to get out. Like the devil's coming, like type stuff. Because there's a lot of things and people here. Mm-hmm. There's demons, perhaps the devil. Yeah. Trapped souls. Yep. Sounds like a fun place. Does it? Sounds real fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. Ugh. For the demons. Yeah. But 
so he did all that, and I think that was just a single night. And then him and his friend left. Um, <laughs> like, well, the sun's up. Time to never come back here. Yeah. But I forget exactly how it ended up happening. But at some point, Brenda had reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to be the owner. So did he say yes? He did. So it's his house now? It's his house now. Oh, jeez. He owns it. Okay. I forget where he's from exactly. He's not from Indiana, so it's not close, but he yeah. owns it. Okay. Um, so then they end up, you know, trading it off and having different things. And they have a meeting, I guess, when they she, like, handed over the ownership to him. Yeah. And, again, he brought, like, the spirit box. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, some family and stuff. Uh, Brenda really didn't want anything to do with it at this point because she said her yeah. husband had become extremely ill multiple times after going into the house to either help her or yeah. get her or something. Sure. Um, but he had serious health issues, and okay. it always seemed to come after a visit. Yeah, so no thanks. Not good. No. Uh, other people have reported the same, uh, but she... That's just the one that I remember off the top of my head. Sure. Then they, he like passed around the spirit box when he was like, I'm the new owner, blah, blah, blah. And they just like asked questions and stuff. And they actually got some answers that freaked some of them out. And they were like, nope, I'm done. And time to go. Yeah. So they left. So I don't remember what year he bought it, but I know in, um, 2017 he ended up coming back i think it was his second time and he did a another hunt um okay on halloween it's a fun time to do that Mm -hmm. and again i'm just going off memory here sure so you can tell I'm just sitting here (laughs) (laughs) just rambling off to you no i'm enraptured let's do it yeah uh but yeah, so he ended up coming back the couple days before Halloween, and he would do like a couple things here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, from my understanding, in again, it was more of the same that I've already mentioned. Uh, one thing I failed to mention earlier when I was saying all the sightings and stuff they yeah. were having was that there's a lot of mentions of witches coming through the radio, too. And we got witches, lost souls, demons, Satan. Yeah. Spirits. Great. People trapped. Yeah. Ghosts. Spirits trapped. A lot of energy. Yeah. So, he tried something, which, I don't know, this is a thing, um, supposedly to feed the energy to a certain point. Oh, one thing I should mention, too, is a lot of these people, they have, like, your other typical um, problems with doing, like, a ghost hunt. Where your cameras are dying, you have fresh batteries in them, yeah. the power is just getting sucked out of them, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he decided to try something a little bit different from anything I've seen, I guess. Uh, but he made a giant bonfire in the backyard. Okay. Because apparently that's supposed to empower it a little bit. Okay. And so he claims he has a 
a giant fire going. It, when he initially lit it, it was 20 feet tall. Yeah. And it burned 8 feet tall for a while, which is a good-sized fire. It's high, yeah. And during that, he had the spirit box out, and things were challenging him and challenging. coming through coming through and he would ask it like certain questions and it would say what it is and at one point it said it was ball which is the the leader of the 66 legions of hell i believe and it also said there was a, it was a dragon uh all right slow down guys now we're getting crazy and that's uh, all sorts of stuff you know i mean i'm here from talking like the spirits like all right guys now you're a dragon you're out of control Mm-hmm. And eventually, I think it, it kind of tapered out. Um, but it was lots of those voices coming through again. All sorts of things. So then he went through the house. Um, I've glanced over a lot of stuff. But, like, people have been attacked in here. Like, okay. leave with um, scratches down their back. I don't remember who it was, but somebody felt like they'd been stabbed in their back at one point. Okay. And had to leave and ended up getting an MRI or okay. a CAT scan or one of the Either other. Either or, sure. And found that they had, like, a bruised kidney. Oh, Like, no. they'd been, like, like, punched in the kidney. Yeah. Oh. Um, people are, like, things are getting physical. There's yes. also a spot on the wall where it's claimed to have been a cross hanging at one point. And now it's just a scorch mark. Great. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. Feels also fine. Uh-huh. And so he's in the house. He's got cameras on things. He's watching them. I guess he live streams some of this stuff, um, which would be interesting to watch. That'd be something. Uh, so, yeah, he – but he's doing all that. And then – but the big thing for his Halloween – hunt is to go in the crawl space he'd never actually been down there he'd only heard about the yeah the little fireplace with the ashes in it mm-hmm. and everything and so he went down there and was gonna do his interview with the spirit box and whatever was down there uh, and so he goes down there he's crawling around he said that he had to crawl on his belly to get places down there. I guess he's a bigger guy, but, you okay. know, crawl space is called yeah. crawl space for a reason. Tiny, right. Um, and he did his thing down there. And he would hear scurrying in the dirt from the back backside. <sighs> he would turn with a flashlight. There'd be nothing there. Okay. You hear scurrying again. There'd be nothing there again. That's nice. Uh, I don't remember if it was this point or when he was upstairs, but at one point, the radio was just constantly laughing at him. Like, I mean, oppressive laughter, oh, like, where he couldn't even get a word in. Laughter. Overwhelming. Oppressive. When laughter is oppressive. Yeah. And it's coming through a radio that's just supposed to be skipping channels constantly. Right. And it's just continuous laughter. It's like, That can't right. be good. I'd be like, if I was in that crossways, I'd just be like, please stop. Yeah, but I guess he, he kept trying to go on, and he would ask how many bodies were buried there, and he would get four, and then somebody would interject and go, oh, the girl, five. 
and things like that. They lose track. Yeah. There's <laughs> one more. Yeah. Don't you remember Susan? And then it would and then at one point he said he remembers the radio clearly said, Fuck you, Dave. Which to his point, uh means that it's not a radio broadcast because that's in violation of FCC yeah, yeah. language. Now they're breaking radio laws. Yeah. Demons don't fuck around. So that's kind of a point he makes where he's like, "This, it can't be a radio yeah. misinterpretation because it clearly said, fuck you, Dave. Right. Which... And that's inappropriate. Yeah. And so I guess this is just going on. And, you know, it's on Halloween. Mm-hmm. The veil's supposed to be thinner on the this day. That's right here. And... I guess he turns at one point and he sees yellow eyes no, glowing. And then he hits it with a flashlight and they kind of disappear. Good and call. I think the laughter continues. And then he asked, like, who was that? And was it the, you know, the person, the black shape from the day before? Um, I, I forget exactly what had happened, but I remember him asking that question. And I think he had been hit. I know he had spent a couple days here, and every day he was like in what felt like a contest with something, and he would said he would go back to the hotel and he'd wake up and feel yeah. like he was hungover, even though not having a drop to drink or anything like that, right. just drained of energy. So he asks if it was the one, and voice responds yes, and then they say things along the lines of "Who is it?" And they're like Satan, Ball you know evil yeah. and then then he felt something jerk him and he just noped the fuck out of there i'm out out of the crawl space he's like yeah that's enough mm-hmm. we've had i've had my fill and that's kind of where his part of the story ends from his book at least sure um which is a lot yeah that's quite a hefty dose of information in this one you know plot of land yeah and so, yeah, that's, uh, he claims it's the most haunted place in America, which seems, seems pretty active if all that stuff is true. Right. And I feel like we've said that before on the show for different places, but, yeah. right. but this one is like, all right, if all this is happening, right. like when I was reading some of his accounts, I'm like, this is something like out of a horror movie. It feels like it. Like when you're you... being bombarded by different voices coming uh-huh. from. People are getting scratched. They're yep. getting punched. Yep. They're feeling something. The floorboards are shaking. Uh, things are flying off the walls. There's voices. Black wow. shapes in the shadows. Yellow eyes. Rumblings. Mm-hmm. Bones in a basement even. Yeah. Weird things you discover like a fire pit under a house. Yep. Uh. Yeah. So a lot of the, the rest of the book were was more or less the same thing. It was like other uh, paranormal investigators going and kind of just witnessing the same thing, same things. Some of them would see like physical manifestations so clearly that they would like react as if like they thought somebody had gotten into the house while they were there. And And, like, like one said it was just like a man wearing a t-shirt and she like, Thought it was just some guy that got yeah. in there, and she was worried, so she like prepared to defend herself. And then, it, then her friend was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, 
And uh, when you can't even trust your own instincts, that's what's scary. Mm-hmm. What am I seeing? What is my perception right now? Right. And the dark figures at the corner of your eyes, a lot of the time they would say, and then they would shift, and then you would hear scratching or, you know. There's also accounts of, like, little girls running around, um, things like that. Yeah. Footprints in the dust after people hadn't been in there for a long time. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's quite a collection. So it's weird, because you were kind of getting at it when I was telling you about the shape of the house. Yeah. So is yeah. it is it something that's uh so there's the show unexplained. Okay. And they touch on this house briefly. Okay. William Shatner says something Great. along the lines of Thanks, Bill. Was it was it there to uh to protect from these things or was it there to capture them? I mean, it could or be to summon them. It could be a containment unit. Right. You know, like a devil's trap. Yeah. Like to keep it this all. I mean, because a pentagram really, if you go back to what a pentagram really is, yep. is protection from it's evil. Good. It's good stuff, right? Yeah. But it's just kind of now associated with... Because like if, if it's always around where like evil stuff is supposed to yeah, be... People are like, oh, that's like, got to be evil. evil. Like, no, no, it's no, supposed no, to be... No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, the Baphomet was supposedly one of the things in there, too. Cool. Which, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, most most of the time I write things down before we do these. No, uh, I didn't have time today. So this is all just pure memory. No, but you got it. It's in there. So fact check me if you want. But I mean, I'm it does, okay with it. It does I got feel... the book right here. Hell yeah. I didn't open it once while we were talking though. So. No, you didn't. Nope. I mean, it does feel like a spiritualism, like a nexus house, like meant to summon things. It does kind of. And that's why I like a lot of the stuff like with the witches and stuff. It was like, okay, well, like, were witches active here? Like, what were they doing? Were they trying to summon things, communicate with things? Who knows, right? Or maybe, like, yeah. Were they, like, in, like, the, was it Puritan sense? Were they trying to be brides of Satan? Or were, like, yeah. were they just trying to do who knows what? They come up, did somebody come across this, like, creepy tree? And then they, because I feel like, like, maybe it was, like, maybe a lot of deaths happened in this area even before there was a house. Maybe that's why there's a cemetery close enough. And they built the house, and so people got drawn to it. Like, people would eventually become drawn to the house. The yeah. house gets built to do all these things. Well, it's between, if you go back to some of our other episodes, it's between, this whole town is really small. Yeah. It's like 1,100 population. Okay. Uh, and it's between two rivers, which, you know, water in it. our yeah. past stuff is supposed mm-hmm. to be as energy. As far as ghost science goes, it's a conductor yeah. for soul energy and spiritual what have you. Yeah, so did somebody open a portal? Because that's what a lot of these people that go here and think, is that living room is a portal. That I things mean, are coming in and out of. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Based off of what I've been given, you know? Like, it's... And to make it a cross, that's, you can't... The cross is weird. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see too many cross houses. Right. No. Generally, houses are boxy or, you know, boxy. Yeah. And it is boxy, but in the shape of a cross. Yeah, like it's 
like one part of it looks like you know just like a single house or like even a you know the shape of like a double wide trailer, but then when it cuts across, yeah, across, and then it's, and then it's weird when you look at the the center room how yeah. it's rounded. Yeah. Like, we'll have to go through some pictures behind that. Yeah, we'll check that out. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I'll show you. And it sure. is weird. Some strange stuff going on there. Oh man. Well. The, uh, what was the, um, what was that, that place called again? Like the tree itself? Uh, it's called Willow's Weep. Willow's Weep. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, if you touch that tree, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. If you've been inside there, also risky. But you can let us know at weirdandfruitpodcast at gmail.com. Right. Leave us a review in the iTunes or wherever. Anywhere is appreciated. Anywhere that a rating can be left. Um, contact us, and I, I mean, you know, on the social medias, Instagram, really. Yeah. And then, um, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you listen to past episodes, you can um, follow us on the Patreon. dot um, mm-hmm. slash Weird and Fear, where you can listen to Behind the Veil that Zach mentioned, where we keep talking about stuff. Right. A lot of you know, going not particularly in more depth, maybe things that didn't fit, or again, we're going to talk about some pictures probably today. We're going to talk about a few things, but yeah, and go into nothing that. pertaining to the nothing. Directly, you know, yeah, necessary for no, the main show. Sometimes can take it divergent into certain medias, yeah, that we've indulged over the past weeks or so. Yeah, but if you want to hear more, then yeah. you can uh, follow us on Patreon and uh, support us there. Mm-hmm. And we've been uh, trying to get some more options on Patreon, but we're lacking the followers on there to do some of the things we want to do. Like we're looking to start a uh, discord for weird and feared. And currently we don't have enough Patreon supporters to make it really worthwhile. So yeah, come join the conversation. If you're interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'd appreciate it. Yeah. And we're good. looking to add more content, but without the support, it doesn't really make sense for us to do. Yeah. But we want to do it. So heck yeah, we do. All right, guys. So keep all that stuff in mind. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Stay safe. Yeah. Avoid the willows that weep. Yeah. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.